At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, everybody, it's the Dynamite Show. Paul Fontaine, Jeff Hawkins on the Fight Game Media Network. Uh, for those watching live, just apologize for the delay. We had some technical difficulties that hopefully are taken care of. Um, and, uh, yeah, and for those listening on audio, well, hopefully everything's good. <laughs> um, and uh, make sure you uh, like and subscribe to the channel. It really helps us a lot. Give us a five-star review if you're listening on the podcast. Um, so, Jeff, lots happened since we last spoke <laughs> in the world of wrestling. Well, none of it AEW related for the most Not part. Really? Um, I mean, well, there were some shows. I watched a lot of AEW slash ROH over the last week. I'll tell you. Yeah, that. and a lot of you know, I've seen a lot of clips of it, and a lot of it's you know interesting. And I'll, actually, a lot of the stuff in ROH is looking more interesting than some of the stuff on AEW, which is weird for my predilections. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm gonna start here with the elephant in the room, kind of, okay. and not not Vince related or anything like that. This show had John Moxley. Yeah. Uh bankable current star. It had Chris Jericho and Jeff Hardy. And if you can count it, Sting. And Rob Van Dam, but Rob Van Dam wasn't announced. So those are nostalgia acts. Mm-hmm. And it had Hangman and Swerve and Joe. Uh mm-hmm. Well, for Swerve and Hangman, your your quote unquote future future superstars yeah. should be current superstars, but we're running a bit behind here. Yeah, Joe, the twenty five year veteran. Well, Joe's star, not. Yeah. Joe, Joe, Joe. I would put with Moxley. Joe, Joe's in the Moxley category. Joe's, yeah, current okay. bankable stars. That yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Couldn't get two thousand people in the building. No, no, and and I didn't mean to go further. And and granted, there was an excuse, but. Saturday what? night. Hold on. What's had, the ex- oh, oh, you mean Saturday night. Saturday experience. night, okay. they had John yeah. Moxley wrestling. They had Brian Danielson wrestling. They had um, FTR wrestling. They had House of Black wrestling. And they got 300,000 people watching on TV and an 0.06, which is the lowest rating that an AW television show has ever done. Now, I, I've heard that the uh, tickets for this uh, Dynamite were a little bit pricey. Yep. Yeah. We already don't get more. And look, I'm not saying a hundred thousand is a bad number by any means on pay per view. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's with great. This, but with this generation of fans, have we gotten to the cost benefit analysis that just staying at home and watching on TV is more than getting there live? I mean, 
Alvarez brought up a great point. He's like, I get when you talk about these tickets being pricey. I think what I had heard was eighty dollar get in. So if See, you want, I went on Reddit and they said get in. I mean, maybe get in was eighty, but I heard like your average was like one ninety four. Okay, so let's say it's one ninety four. You want to go with your with your girlfriend or yeah. your buddy? Yeah, that's four hundred bucks for for before two hours. Park yeah. before you buy any food, before you buy any merch, you're you're in for four hundred bucks. If you want to bring your kids. Yes, you're talking a thousand dollars, and it's for okay. like it's it's for your two hour dynamite and your twelve hours of Ring of Honor to or, and and Rampage and then yeah. Ring of Honor tapings. So, and and I will say if you if you decide okay you know what I I had you know I got my Christmas bonus I got a lot of money I can afford it one time um, so I'm gonna buy my tickets a month out who's wrestling on the show exactly no that that <laughs> that's that's a problem we've been talking about for yeah. years now is you yeah. need to build up these shows yeah um. um I'm not so. saying it's time to worry, but but see, I can see Dave come up. Well, you know, draw doesn't matter because TV rights, blah, 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 blah. Just, I'm just going to be like, yeah, it's still not 2,000 people in the building, and you have your biggest stars on the card. Well, let's That's talk about a problem. TV. Let's talk Other about than TV Omega. Rights. Other than Omega. I mean, if you consider Omega the big star here. But, I mean, you look at this and you go, Osprey and Okada going to move that needle? Sasha might a little. Sasha might. Yeah. But if she signs. If she Although signs. I, I think she's signed. I think she's signed. Um, okay. You talk about TV rights. Uh, what's the number one wrestling TV show on, on television? Uh, Monday Night Raw. What's that? Or no, SmackDown. SmackDown. Actually, right. SmackDown on Fox. So SmackDown <laughs> only got, they got, they lost their TV channel and yeah. they have to move to cable and they're getting, I think, 1.3 times what their last deal was. But that's not based on merit. That's based no. on Fox not wanting that audience for some reason. Correct. Like, Correct. What about Raw? Raw just signed a deal with Netflix. To so they're stream. moving off the cable. And they're only getting a 20% increase off yeah. of their last and year. I, and I don't think this is a good idea for them. But that's me. What do you think AEW is going to get? With their 0.06 rating on Saturday night or their 0.28 on, on Wednesdays. If they're lucky, they might get a 20% increase. I think they may be going to true TV if they stay with WBD. Well, That's what yeah. I think. But, but you know, you're talking, people are talking about, you know, 150 million, 200 million, 250, you know, a year ago. You might be talking about 80 if you're lucky. Yeah. I mean, you know, and. And this I, this is this is not a this is not a slam on our friend Ryan Frederick who I love. No no no, I, Ryan got that information. And but, I'm sure but, yeah, no, he, he got, got it, it from a legitimate place. Yeah. I I, I yeah. I'm pretty sure I know where he got it from. And it's one of those things where, yeah, we were talking big money, and now, mm-mm. and they may have been playing poker and you know trying to haggle over oh what are we going to get for our streaming and let's just try to get a couple more million out of WBD and then all of a sudden the market. They played hardball, and I think they're going to lose. Maybe. I mean, we'll find out soon. We'll find out soon. Yeah, I, I, um, yeah. I and, just, and you talk about Okada and Monet. Like, I, you know, Monet, I think is in. I'm not sure about Okada. I'm not sure about uh, it either, to be honest yeah, with you. But yeah. we'll see. I mean, everybody. Yeah, yeah I, I get it. I mean, WWE needs to. You know, they they got to do something right now too, because you know, obviously the, you know, the public perception of them is not great right now. But you know, the 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 product on the whole is still. They're on hot. the road to WrestleMania. They'll be yeah. fine. This yeah. is the this is their peak moment, and people. Yeah. This is where people start to tune in, yeah. and watch watch their show because they have certain events that are timed at certain times. But do they to also, get the rush in? Okay, but they Royal also had a Rumble couple. Big deal. I mean, couple the Royal bad Rumble injuries. was mid. 
Yeah, the Royal bad Rumble injuries. Was, yeah, injuries. Yeah. The Rumble was mid. Um, but you know, this is the time of year where people start tuning in to see what's up. You know, laps yeah. people, people who don't watch yeah. regularly. AEW doesn't have that really. They really don't. No. Other than, well, other than, well, I mean, like they don't have a signature event that then no, 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 off no. peak yeah. season to then lead to their big time card. They don't. Wembley, have that. Wembley, maybe that in a few years, but for right now, it's not. For there's sure, a pay per view yeah. the week after Wembley, so if, well, we're kicking, yeah. if that's the kickoff, we're in trouble. That should be the goal, I think. Well, that I think what that kicked off was like six pay-per-views in 10 weeks or something yeah uh, it was ridiculous it was yeah. absolutely r- ridiculous but uh yeah uh what other news was there that you wanted to talk about paul why well, you know i didn't i don't really want to talk about the vince stuff it doesn't really no, do I. I, i've talked about ad nauseum yeah, and i show. haven't but i'm glad for that um i will say i read it in the observer and i literally got ill um oh but- i read the filing Oh, well, I wasn't going to do that. And I know you talked about <laughs> it. And yeah, I, but I think, I think Dave nailed it from everything I've heard. Well, no, Dave, Dave and I came, actually came to separate conclusions on separate nights. Oh, uh, okay. me, me for, if even 25% of it is true, it's one of the worst things I've ever read. Well, it's yeah. Been, and, and, and I'm not even a human being thing. I'm not even, yeah. I mean, honestly, though, like just, yeah, I've got my opinions and I'll keep them to myself, but uh, he's screwed and uh, good, good. You know, oh, I, I hope he, oh I hope he ends this is never going to trial. He's going to he's going to pay cash. It's a civil trial. It's not. A but I hope trial. he goes to jail. I hope, uh, you know, something comes up. I don't think he will. But I you'd hope have to get that through discovery. And I don't think that's yeah. ever going to happen. I think I think this is yeah. I think he's going to pay or an insurance company is going to pay if he has personal insurance. And then and then it's going to be uh, it's going to be no admittance of wrongdoing. And within. you don't want to. And honestly, you don't want to put Janelle through. A no. Trial, well, maybe know? she wants to go through a trial. Mm hmm. Yeah, maybe, but they, I mean, those lawyers are. No, I, mean, I get it. Yeah, trust me. I I just I just yeah. had to file a. <laughs> I I am part of a federal case right now, okay. so so I had to file a bunch of evidence and stuff like that. I didn't feel good about it because I said, well, maybe I can hide this, but I can't. She may want to talk in a civil trial, but I'm not sure if she wants to talk in a criminal trial because yeah, the burden of well, proof I mean, is is a lot different in a criminal trial. So. Well, yeah, um, and the burn proof is lower in a civil trial, so that yeah. I mean, it's, that's what it's about. And you know what? It, it, charges may get led from there, but dude, it's still early. It's too yeah. early to talk about. Way this, early, way early. Talking. But he's gone, and that's that's a good thing. But uh, yeah, so yeah, we we got to talk about this show, and <laughs> I mentioned it to you, you know, before we started when we were trying to work out our technical details. I'm I got really frustrated watching this show. And I will say, okay, I, I just watched in the last two days, I've caught up, right? So I watched Ring of Honor, believe it or not. I watched Rampage. I watched Collision. I watched Dynamite. So maybe part of this is burnout. But I will say I watched three straight matches that opened with John Moxley's music. And I watched the exact same match three times. I watched the, the undercard guy get the heat on Moxley and then Moxley come back to win. I it's called the finish. Funny you say that, but go ahead. Sorry. I called the finish to the opening match because uh, our buddy Kevin in the Discord said, "Oh, I, you know, I hope Moxley just, you know, squashes him in three minutes." And I said, "No, you're going to see a ten-minute back and forth match." I did get one thing wrong. I said Jeff Hardy's going to put him put him through a table with a moonsault, and uh, he he went for a moonsault and missed it. And then I said, "And after that, Moxley's going to choke him out, and Jeff Hardy's not going to tap." That's exactly the finish that happened. 
And, uh, and, and, it, you know, I saw it on, on Rampage. I saw it on, uh, it was a tag team match on Collision, but it was the same thing. Now, granted, starting the show with Moxley's entrance is pretty good. It's a great way to get the crowd fired up and everything. And for TV, it's good too. But, um, man, like it's, <sighs> it is why when I would, when I used to travel and go hang out with all you guys for these four day, yeah, you know, extravaganzas where we go watch 10 shows. And, and stuff like that. And I'd come out and I'd go, I'm not sure I like wrestling anymore because all the matches are the same. And, and you know what? Larry David's talking to Bill Simmons on a podcast and, uh, and uh, David's ribbing Simmons about his love of professional wrestling. Like, oh, you like it for the performance? But he, go, but he literally says, every match is kind of the same, isn't it? And it usually isn't that true, but here... Kind of well, is, and I remember when Dynamite started. One of the awesome things was every one of the matches was different. Like you had different styles, you had different um, lengths, you oh, had you know, like you have the same people wrestling every week, and everybody has their match that they do. And it's yeah. not, and this is where the value of actual squashes with just generic jobbers. You go in there, you don't do 50-50, you just run through the guy, show him their thing. And then these other matches, these three and a half specials, which I again have become yeah. the new squash match, that then they actually feel different. Those are your TV main events. And the problem is there's too much product from both companies, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um there's no heat in any of this wrestling whatsoever. And by heat, I mean, it doesn't feel like a fight in a ring. It feels like they're doing a match. And that's a problem, I think, for wrestling, because then it just becomes, all right, next guy, next guy, this guy makes me laugh. Then we have to go for entertaining as opposed to, you know, people want to see a fight type of thing. And it's it's one of those weird things where on both uh, this show and Raw, there was one thing that really got me interested in a certain segment. And that was um, the, the, the judgment day beatdown of our truth and the luchador beatdown of Moxley here. Yeah. Yeah. Felt like an actual beatdown, kicking, stomping, punching the type of thing you do in a street. And that's what I want out of my wrestling is for it to feel like these are actual people and they're actually beating people up in this kayfabe world, so to speak, et cetera, et cetera, as opposed to, running in doing an RKO from nowhere or whatever, you know, you know, there's, there's a difference between that. There's a level of brutality and getting punched and stomped versus Mm -hmm. having a wrestling move put on you. And, and we were raised on, on wrestling as that kind of gritty, you know, kind of, you know, these are tough men who come in, this is the only business they can do because they are so dangerous or whatever. You <laughs> yeah. know, they need they need wrestling licenses because otherwise they may hurt normal people. You know, those those kind of dopey ass things that we used to do. And yeah, exactly. There's no stakes to any of this. Nobody expects, you know, you, you look at the match and you go, oh, that'll be a good match as opposed to, we already know who's going to win. Why am I paying attention to this thing? Unless there's going to be some heat to it and there's not. And it's disturbing to me because this is why I can't watch indie wrestling anymore. I really can't. I, it's well, just... yeah. And, and even like the, you know, the pay-per-views that are coming, like, I mean, they're, you know, I will say the sting retirement, that one, I mean, that's going to be a big deal. That's a stakes yeah. thing though. That, yeah. but I mean, yep. yeah, that's that, you know, this is the last time you're probably going to see sting wrestle. And, and right honestly, now. next week's dynamite 
I mean, it's got some stakes, you know? It has to because of the yeah. arena that they booked. Yeah. Well, they've sold 3,000 tickets so far. And I, I will say they've done everything they should. We'll just see if it, if it you know, if they can get six in there. I mean, I think that'll be a win. I'm not sure if they'll get there, but, I mean, they got three now. Um, yeah, so this opener, uh, John Moxley and Jeff Hardy. Um, Jeff Hardy on my freaking TV screen again. You know, again, like, again, because like, he's had it for the past three weeks now. Yeah, and he's lost every match. And oh, this is the slow burn turn. Nobody's explained how he deserves this match, though, or how he got this match or why we're watching it right now. Other no. than I mean, no, did, Jeff, John did, did John Moxley have an open contract? Did Jeff Hardy just kind of he was so mad about his loss last week. He stormed into the office and he signed the open contract no. for John Moxley. And that's why we no. have him here. No, There's we just have the match because uh, it's think a John match. Moxley moves ratings and he should kick off every show. I will say right off the top of my top, this is a great match, you know, but I didn't care. Great. And, and yeah, yeah, I, th- I thought so. Yeah. You know, Jeff Hardy didn't really mess too much up. Oh, well, <laughs> towards the end, he hit a twisting moonsault and landed right on Moxley's head. Um, and then the, there was a bit of that tonight, wasn't there? Yeah, commander. There uh, they did mention. Oh, Moxie, I, I, I noted was very lean. Uh, he's he's uh, getting in really good shape. Excalibur pointed out at the start of the match that the rules are relaxed, and keep this in mind for later. Um, and because the fans have been wanting to see John Moxley and Jeff Hardy go one on one for so long, that's a direct quote. What? Who no. are these people? Like, where no. is the clamor for no. John Moxley and Jeff See, Hardy? That's making up a story. It is. It is. <laughs> As opposed to making things make sense on the story you have. <laughs> no. They they also they also pointed out that next week uh Tony announcement's gonna have Tony announcement. Yeah, I might as well just call him Tony announcement. Tony Khan is gonna have a big announcement. Uh it's been a while since we had one of those. So um, you know what pissed me off most about this match? Uh I don't know. I'll tell you, it, it was it's something very subtle that they did, and uh, and then they decided. It felt like there was a directive on this opening match to lose the giggles and the oh. playfulness, and they called this thing straight, and it was fantastic. <laughs> the well, way they, they were calling this straight as as a that, I mean, that was gone by the second match. But, no, no, no. Uh, That's what I yeah. meant. I meant yeah. right after this match. Yeah. Goofball uh, yeah, no, Jones I, I, over here decides I, to start doing it. I didn't, yeah, you know what, you're right, because I didn't write any jokes from the announcers in here. Um, no, I really the, enjoyed the commentary, too, on the first match. I'm watching this going, oh, somebody put, and I actually tweeted, somebody put a directive for them to be serious, obviously. And they even made the note about missing, you know, the moonsault, and that he might have clipped Moxley. And um, so the TLDR version of this match is, and this applies for every match on this show, the guy that was going to lose took 80% of the match and then the, <laughs> the guy that won uh hit a, got his finisher and won. Yeah. And yeah, so Mox choked him out after he missed a swan time, which I mentioned earlier. Um I thought again, I thought it was a great match. Now at some point in this match, Moxley was arguing with what I wrote down were fans. The the announcers did not identify them. I thought they were just fans in in lucha masks. I really did. I didn't know who they were. I oh, guess no, they said it on commentary. Are you sure? Because I yeah, didn't they hear said it. it was uh, Mystico and Volador Junior. And they said uh, that for real. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because they said it at the end when they attacked, but I didn't realize. Okay, so maybe you I just thought those it. were fans who dressed yeah. up in suits. 
Yeah. Nice of I, Los Ingobernables CMLL to finally make I it appear. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't see Volador. I mean, I would have recognized Volador Jr. I mean, Andrade um, leaves and all of a sudden CMLL now wants to work yeah. with him again. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, and, and, you know, they made a big deal about it. And I think people are misunderstanding this. They said it was people think they're coming in on excursion. I think they're just here for a week. Um, I they're there be because wrong. they're in the American South and it's closer to Mexico. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But uh yeah, but, so but but hold on before we go there. Let me let, here's a tangent for you. Okay. I watched the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Don't know if you did. I of course I did. You remember how we were talking about Andrade looking like he was going to be in the beef division because of AEW yeah. and how big he was. Oh yeah. Comes, comes into WWE and that is the land of giants still because he looks he looks just average there well, and that and that's only- amazing. Did you hear Cole? He he gives his size. He says, Andrade, five foot eight, two hundred and ten pounds. <laughs> oh my god! In AEW, this dude, I w- I would have sworn he was two sixty. Yeah, he looks huge and like you know six feet tall. You know, and the five eight two ten is probably right because I think about him with Charlotte, and they're about the same height. And Charlotte is not as tall as she sometimes appears because she's usually wearing heels, but she's about five eight. So yeah um maybe 510 but yeah it was uh oh no she was... she yeah she's taller than him because uh yeah in phoenix ran when when it wasn't out that they were dating uh ran into them on the streets of phoenix and okay. she is she is tall well and she was probably wearing heels too yeah i believe so. um but yeah so after the match uh after moxley choked him out and then moxley offered him a handshake and jeff hardy flipped him off well no 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 he did the he did he he had the uh, oh yeah yeah up yours and then the bang or whatever the yeah. hell he's doing and then <laughs> it's just like yeah this so he doesn't what, want to insult kids still what's but, funny know. about that is if you watched rampage and i'm sure you didn't um i watched part of it well he offered uh lee moriarty a handshake and, oh, wait, lee moriarty, and he got mind. attacked for his efforts ah okay. so there's two straight matches that moxley has has shown respect to his opponent and the opponent has uh basically thrown it back in his face and and not only that, but Jeff Hardy's been doing this to all his opponents. So anybody that's offering Jeff Hardy respect is kind of an idiot, in my opinion. But I, I'm not going to tell Mott. It's like that. shaking hands with Tully Blanchard, you know. There you go. Yeah. So then the guys in the mask jumped the barricade and they got in the ring. And then I wrote down, oh, these are the luchadors that they've been talking about. And they did a four-on-one beat down a mox. They pointed out that Blackpool Combat Club was not there. I have no idea why. Um, and uh, but he did get saved. <laughs> Did you catch who saved him? Yeah, it was it was uh, Daniels, uh, Seidel, and 2.0. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote down Andretti, but yeah, I, I think it was... I I had to rewind three times to try to figure out who that fourth person was, but yeah, it made more sense. I don't know, it was a little... Was it wasn't Volador Jr. didn't have the ma- the mask? He was a shade of burgundy that I have never yeah. seen uh, naturally in a human being, and I was a little worried for his blood pressure, but... <laughs> yeah, Volador looks like the love child of Bret Hart and Ezekiel, or Elias, without a okay. beard. Okay, yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they beat him down and then they did. And then eventually that that sets up a four way for next week, as well as I think a six man for uh, a four way for Friday and a six man for next week. I think it's an eight man for collision, isn't it? Or no, 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 you're it's right. for dynamite. Eight man. Oh, dynamite. Yeah, you're right. Right. Because right. I think I think Danielson is wrestling Hecherico on yes. collision. Yes. Yeah. A technical battle, even yeah. though we've never seen the other guy be technical ever. And and if you're going to set this up. Is. He should have been had a match tonight. How about that? 
or a video package let, or something. Let, yeah, something. Get, let me yeah. know who the hell this guy is. And then eight man for rampage. There okay, you go. thank you. Yeah, but Moxley's not in collision mixed up because you're right. I do skip yeah. rampage because when you said did you watch you didn't watch rampage? I go no, I watched part of it. No, I watched part of collision. I didn't watch yeah. part of rampage. I watched at all. all of both shows, and that's on me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My so, bad. That's yeah. on me. <laughs> yeah. So, so next up, we have the first dealer's choice match. We had all these ideas last week about who these dealers. Oh, we booked were, this perfect, and they shat the bed. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. Although, I mean, okay. To be fair, if the idea is that Toleone is going to be world champion in a year, this was a great kickoff. But does anybody really think that he's going to not just go back to being a, just another guy in a tag team that I'm, loses I'm sorry, what, as much what did as you they just win? Call him? A future world Toa Leone? No, no, Toa him, you, Did I call him Taya Leone? Like, I don't know. You came close to Taya Leone, which yeah, yeah. is the star of the Naked Truth. It? And the yeah, good Toa Leona? Is that Toa it? Le- <laughs> Toa Leona, right? <laughs> oh, no. Hey, uh, you got, we got a bunch of people watching. If anybody uh, sees the rankings, can you send us a link? I want to know what the rankings are. I want to know if Toa Leona is in the rankings. Sitcom star. Yeah. <laughs> now I was she in uh was she in, Leone uh, versus uh was she in Madam Secretary too? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was thinking. Madam Secretary, the naked yeah. the naked truth, which is yeah. one of the reasons I moved out to LA. I love that show. Did you write on it? Uh I was trying to write on it. Um oh. <laughs> anyways. Toleon. Uh and Taz was back to his jokes. He called him Beast Man, Beast Mode Jones. Yes. Um, the announcers would not shut up about the rankings uh, in this because, of course, Hangman's in there. Rankings are coming. Yeah. I, I, hope, it's like, show. I hope it's like Emma and... Uh, and uh... Oh. No, no. They said after the show, immediately following Dynamite, you okay. go check their social media. There's going to be rankings. And Hangman's going to be in there. Swerve's going to okay, be Okay, the in rankings there. are out. Okay. So let me guess. Okay. And I don't, in no particular order. Hangman? Uh, no. What? Oh no! Oh, in no particular. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hangman, Swerve, Takeshita. No. Okay. These rankings are shit. <laughs> I'm done. Like, how is Takeshita not in the rankings? <laughs> you do you want them? I'll give them to you. Yeah. 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 Okay. Strickland, Page, Copeland, Moxley, yeah. and Roderick Strong. Yeah. You know what? That's not bad. I I did not expect Roderick to be in there, but he absolutely belongs in there your women's contenders diana perrazzo thunder rosa hikaru shida sky blue and mariah may has sky blue even been on tv this year <laughs> yes she's been doing the goofy spooky crap with julia hart i believe uh i don't think so whatever uh you know You're, that uh you know that Takeshita beat darby allen uh not that long ago. <laughs> and Christopher Daniels. Your your tag team contenders are oh, Sting, and Dar- Sting and Darby Allen, Silver and Reynolds, Danielson and Castagnoli, Private Party, and Orange Cassie and Trent Beretta. <laughs> Didn't Orange Cassie and Trent Beretta just have their first match ever together yes. the last time they wrestled? Yes, and then okay. they're already their number five. The, the Craig Pittman of, of rankings. And then and then your trios champions. Uh, those contenders, Bullet Club Gold, the Hardys, and Mark Briscoe. Oh, come on. Who they ju- Dark Order, 
FTR and Daniel Garcia in the House of Bla- <laughs> the House of Black are your number five contenders behind the Dark Order. And yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess they're counting dark matches because the Dark Order has won three different dark matches. Uh, two or uh, twice against Brandon Cutler and Colt Cabana, and the other one against the Brick City Boys. These these things are gone by July. This that, I mean. I you know what the world title ones I would say are not bad. Um, but the the rest of them, oof. yeah. Um, you know, Copeland makes sense. I'm surprised they put him in there. Lucha Brothers nowhere to be found, Young Bucks nowhere to be found on the tag team. Well, and Young Bucks haven't wrestled since full gear and Lucha Bros probably since before that. So that makes sense. Okay, that's true. Or you yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. But I mean the Dark Order, come on, man. <laughs> you can't put top fly in action Andretti in your trios instead of the Dark Order. I think they've been losing. Yeah. Well, aren't they? I think they don't. Didn't, didn't they beat through. a random luchador team at some point? <laughs> uh, yeah. Last year, I think. Okay. Yeah. The rankings reset because as we know, like hangman lost twice to swerve. So I do, you know, I do like the fact they put Roddy in there. He's been winning a lot. So yeah, that surprises fine. me, but to catch just should be in there. He's two and oh, yes. Uh, one of the wins is against Darby and he's going to beat Jericho next week. So next week he better get in the rankings when he beats Jericho. That's that's all I can say. But um, getting ahead of ourselves a little bit there. Yeah, let's. I, I'm glad you made show. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So this match, Hangman Page and Toleone. To- same thing as the first one. Toleone took 80% of this match. He looked like a killer. It's Toleona. Toleona. What? Toleona. Um, <laughs> he looked like a killer. Hangman yes. was going for the dead eye. He couldn't hit it. Leon Leona just kept firing back constantly and, and he looked like a monster. He did this one he did this one move where he did like a diving headbutt onto Hangman while he was hanging upside down from the top rope. That, yes. I've never seen that before and it looked freaking awesome. Um his first ever singles match and he's dominating a former world champion. So I hope they actually do something with this guy. Um he did too much. Like you kind almost, of want him to be, yeah. you kind of want him to be a monster and he's a phenomenal base. For Hangman, by the way, he caught him smooth twice. I think. Not that I know a lot about work rate, but I noticed that he was in the right place for when he was doing the moon salt and stuff like that. But he was almost doing way too much stuff instead of just being a monster and beating down Hangman. You yeah. know, it was it was one of those things where it's like you know they expect work rate, you gotta do more. No man, do less. He needs to go watch uh, Umaga tapes. Umaga definitely. Yeah, because but, but, that's that's what he did. And uh, you're getting to it, but I loved the ending of this match. So I I don't know if I, if I missed it, it turned around when Toa did, he did a moonsault from the apron to the outside and he landed flat on his face. Yes. And then hangman went to the top rope and he hit a moonsault from the top. Then he went for the buckshot. He missed it. Uh, Toa caught him, hit a Samoan drop, Mm -hmm. but then hangman, instead of just getting up and going for the buckshot, he cradled them with the, like the clip thing. And he, and he got the pin. So, I mean, it it came off like a fluke finish. Hangman was like beat down. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, you know, Toa couldn't have looked better. 
But did uh, I miss yeah. in the finisher? No, no, no. The, I, I love I that it wasn't on a finisher. Oh, I yeah, love yeah. that okay. was just a basic move. Um, yeah. If if commentary and production had been a little bit had a little bit more foresight, I would have really hammered. This is a battle of guys with monstrous clotheslines. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Toa did the uh, discus clothesline. Wow, is it and, fair to say they probably don't know Toa's move set? No, that's what I'm. I'm saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, saying yeah, if yeah. they had been a bit up more on the ball. Yeah. You know, you have Hangman who does the big, he does that one and he does the buckshot. I mean, he, I mean, they both were like killing each other with these clotheslines. Yeah. You really pushed that in the beginning and you hype that up. And then when it starts to happen and, you know, Hangman hit him with like three hey, you might have ed- You might have educated people on Toa's move set before this, et cetera. Yes. <laughs> yes you know, yeah. Whatever. Maybe like a squash last week or something. Yes. But uh, no, I mean, he, he couldn't look better. Um, and then after the match, Leona grabbed a chair, but Hangman got it back from him, and he just sat down in the middle of the ring. And I thought he was going to do a promo or something, and no, just segmented. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> so he looked good. They they mentioned at one point uh, Toa hit him so hard he uh, might have knocked uh, the what did he call it? the they called it the oh the Magnum the Magnum TA mustache right off his face or something like that. No, no, it was the Tony Schiavone mustache off. His oh face. yeah, yeah, from TBS days. From yeah. TBS days. Um. And they hinted at uh, Swerve's opponent here. Yes. Well, they so they did that on Collision. They oh, did, did they? an interview. Yeah. Hangman said, I'm not going to tell you who it is. You're going to have to wait till the end of the whole effing show. Okay. So that would have, yeah. because when they yeah. said it, when I was like, did they get riddle already? No. <laughs> and then they said, so and here they said, they said that. And then they also said, it's you see if you can beat him in under four minutes and 20 seconds or something. Yeah. 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 And and that's when I thought, Oh, maybe it is going to be riddle or something. Cause I thought, man, there's no way it can be Rob Van Dam. No, there there was another Rob Van Dam uh, thing later. So yeah, it was, was... yeah. The whole effing show. They, they brought that up again, I think. Or he's one of a kind or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So yeah, they, I mean, they made it obvious without telling you, Um, which honestly, I think I know what the announcement next week's going to be. I think that they're going to announce a show in Boston on uh, March 13th. Yeah, that sounds right. They're going to give it a special name. TD Ameritrade Arena, right? Yeah, and they're going to they're going to give it a special name. You know, something like, remember the CM Punk one was the first dance? So they're going to give it a name, and they're going to say that a new AEW signee is going to debut on that show. Okay, they're, they're going to hype, they're gonna hype her. They're going to hype her right. then. That's good. Without, without saying who it is. That, like similar to what they did with Punk. That's that's, that's I, great. Do that. Yeah, build yeah. build your audience. <laughs> what yeah, a novel concept. I, I think that's what they're going to do, but we'll see. So earlier today, Matthew and Nicholas Jackson arrived in the stretch limo. Uh, they don't have the Vince McMahon mustaches anymore. They now have Leonardo DiCaprio goatees. Good. And, that's uh, a strong move. I like yes, that. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for getting away from the Vince symbolism. Yeah. And uh, someone showed up and they handed them a format. Uh, they called him Nick. Nicholas got mad and says, it says on our birth certificate, Nicholas. And he gave the middle names, and they're just ridiculous. They're probably true. He Ron, him- Ron John, which, which is a surf shop, which That's is great. Ron yeah. John Jackson. Yeah. And yeah, and, um, and he fined the guy 500 bucks. And and then Matt was Matt is like, oh, man, I'm, I'm really sorry about my brother. He's, you know, he's a little bit hot headed and hope you have a great show. And. Make sure you pay that fine by the end of the night. And they've they've now shifted it to from from dual Vince's to good cop bad cop. 
Jackson's. Uh, kind of. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, because one's happy and supportive, and the other's you know angry all the time, the kind of thing. One's passive aggressive. Yeah, but they're still both dicks. But yes, they're still both dicks. And uh, and this this kid deserved that fine for for referring to them as Matt and Nick in the first place. <laughs> it's like here you go, Matt and Nick. You don't. <laughs> yeah. Would you, would you really do that? that, Mr. Jackson? Uh, not even Mr. Jackson, but you say here's here's the rundowns for today. You don't even address yeah. my name necessarily unless it's Sir. It's you know it's yeah. it's yeah. I just look oh the flippancy. Yes, find that child and have him learn the hard and he, way. And the, the the guy mouths five hundred bucks. Like this poor guy probably makes five hundred bucks a week. I need them um, abusing Mookie though. I I gotta <laughs> say I've been down on these skits. This one was good. This one was funny. This I, one was fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I like where they're going. And they did another one later that was not quite as good, but not bad. Uh, Wardlow came in with the Undisputed Kingdom, and uh, Cole's now in a wheelchair. And uh, Dasha so, had a bad night on this one. Yeah, well, I, I missed her. Well, number one, she paused and, and, and being led to the ring by, and it's mm. like, it, as if she, because Roddy came first. Okay. And the other three came, and it goes, uh, Mr. Wardlow. I mean, Mr. Mayhem Wardlow. <laughs> oh, God. I'm trying to just call him Mike Wardlow. Uh, I don't know if that's his name. <laughs> I, I, I think his last name's Wardlow. Um, I think his first yeah. name's Mike. Oh, is it? Okay, I was I just know. making a joke because of Mike Maybe. Santana. Um, but uh, so this is Wardlow versus Commander. They hadn't advertised this. They didn't even advertise Wardlow in action. So this match just randomly happened. And... Um, Cole's on commentary. That's all right. You won't have to see him for a while after this one, probably. Oh, it looks yeah. like God. For, so Cole says, I feel like a million bucks in Tassis. Well, except for the not being able to walk part. <laughs> that was funny. Yes. <laughs> and, and Cole didn't have an answer for that. Fans are chanting for Wardlow, even though uh he this is, you know, he's a heel. And uh Cole was yapping on and on about stuff. But I'm watching this match and uh this is the exact same as the first two. Like yes. Commander was getting all the offense on Wardlow. He's and uh and Wardlow would come back with like one move and you know, so Commander would hit him with like six kicks and then Wardlow would catch him and throw him across the ring. Hold on, put up put up the Jonathan Messenger. Uh uh my wife thinks his name is Wardlow. <laughs> Wardlow if, if that's, that's not great. like a fifty sitcom name, if I've ever heard it, you know, leave it to Beaver starring Wardlow. <laughs> might be might be Chad and Chad and Rob's little brother. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like his uh his avatar there. Needs more cowbell. Oh uh, Wardlow did uh, not have a fun No, thing. no, he did not. Uh so yeah, this match, the crowd just got killed by by the time because this this just keeps going on and on and like Wardlow's not putting this guy away. Yeah, you're waiting for the comeback. Just kill the guy. This should have been like you talked earlier about squash. I mean, this is a squash match, you know. Yes. But C- Commander had just won a four-way on Rampage. So this is the third straight show I've seen Commander as well. Um, we can't and- make him Fuego del Sol, even though he has the win-loss record of Fuego del Sol. Well, he won, though. He he won a four-way on Rampage to get a shot at Orange Castle. Fuego del Sol occasionally won a match, too, to get a contract. Yeah. Remember that? That's true, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he, uh, anyways, yeah, so they're, they're outside the ring. Uh, Wardlow tried to toss him in and commander is like brushing him off. And then commander <laughs> hit Arana into the wings, into the ring steps. And Wardlow started limping after that. That's where I noticed it. Okay. And then commander kicked the ropes when Wardlow was trying to get in. He nailed him in the, 
as Taz called it, the Yambag region. Uh, then uh, he did a rope walk. A commander did a rope walk, but uh, I think he or he hit him with a double thrust kick. Uh-huh. And then he hit a Phoenix Splash and landed on his throat. Lands right on his throat. Yeah, and Wardlow's grabbing his throat, and uh, and Taz even pointed it out. And then uh, and then Commander does another rope walk, and Ward, uh, Wardlow grabbed him midair and slammed him, but he barely got him. His knee and gave out during his knee gave out during the power bomb. The the, the next one. So oh, the next one. He You're goes right. to power bomb, and Roddy's like, "No, no, 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 do your move." So he does the draping high knee, but he barely touches him because his knee's jacked by this point. So he he didn't even touch him. Like the last time he did that move, it looked awesome. Here he barely hit it because he probably couldn't even lift his leg. Then he goes to do the power bomb, and he couldn't even get Commander weighs 120 pounds, and he can't get him up. And I mean, he's power bomb freaking JD Drake before, and he can't get Commander up. His knee gives out. He he drops him, gets the win. He's gonna be out for a while, I think. Uh, yeah, I think knees. he tore his ACL or something. Yeah, like that. I mean, yeah. but I mean, between those things, and then the post match, which we'll get oh, to in we'll a second, where, where where we have to drag Commander back to to take the thing. This felt like a little bit like commander throwing a bit of a temper tantrum because he wasn't getting his stuff in clean and Hey, I need my shine before you kill me type of a thing. Let's just do a 30 second squash where Wordlow squashes the dude, do your Rod Roderick strong comedy promo. Then let's do it to catch the squash to set up his match with Jericho next week. You know what I mean? Like we don't need a freaking ten minute Wardlow versus Commander match. No, and and as much as fun as Commander can be, we yeah. we've been having him on every show every week. We don't need uh, to see the rope walk. We don't need to see his high flying offense. I think I mentioned three in a row. I think I might have saw him on on ROH too. I might have saw him four shows in a row. Um, he's right up there with Queen Amanada and the people I've seen the most this year. Um, oh, we'll get to a, that in a second too. But yeah, uh, yeah, she's coming, she's coming. Well, I want to talk about that promo for some reason okay. during during the match. But so um, we, so we, yeah. So anything else you want to add about this match? I got the post match up here. No, I'm I'm okay. ready to move on. To so this. so they're done the match and and uh, Cole's about to leave and Shivani tells him to say hi to your girlfriend, um, which was interesting. Uh, and then Roddy uh, grabbed the mic, he cut a promo, says Commander. Oh, you should have Jesus. taken the deal we offered you on Saturday. And uh, and then they're about to attack Commander. And who wanders out to make the save in the slothliest manner possible but Orange Cassidy? He's got uh, Trent Beretta, Chucky T, and uh, Rocky Romero behind him. And uh, I wrote down six men coming up on Rampage. I was one day off because I didn't get to do it on Collision. And, uh, and then the fans start chanting, freshly squeezed. Roddy tells him to shut up. And then you guys want to fight? Well, we'll see you later. And he takes off. And that was that. Between the screaming of the of the commander again, uh this they walk down to the ring. Yeah. To save him from a beatdown. Yeah. They get in the ring and they just look at each other for yeah. a few moments. And you're just like, where where's the wrestling of my youth? Where it just would be a fight. As opposed Beat to on then, him, the guys run down, you know, they well, got yeah. weapons. Oh, no, like, and, but but now we have to play them. I mean, 
even yeah. playing the music bugs me in some ways. Dun, I mean, dun, dun. Jane, you said you no. I, I like I like the music. It's just <laughs> yeah. playing the music during a save, unless it's to give them attention to say, "Oh, somebody's coming. We need to get out of here." Type yeah, of thing. And, and then maybe attack normally from behind or something. Yes. Yeah. But it was just one of those things where I'm just like, "All right, that was lame as hell." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. And and you know what? And anybody that thought, oh, you know what? These guys are in a main event heel stable now. We're going to drop the comedy. <laughs> so so Sorry. is this on Rampage or Collision? I believe it's on Collision because they're doing a promo on Rampage. On Rampage. It's the most rampage thing ever. No, no, no. They're doing a promo on Rampage. Oh. To build up the match on Collision. <laughs> Who's going to so, talk? That's my question. <laughs> uh, whatever. Statland. No, you know what? Okay, so this is advertised as a promo with Orange Cassidy and Best Friends. You know who's going right. to talk, right? Danhausen. Roderick Strong. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee it. Write it down. Well, I'll get back to you next and then or- week. And then Orange will say something like, shut up, you talk too much. <laughs> and then or whatever. Do it. Yeah. Whatever. Then that's fine, because that's what Orange should be doing. But Now, next I don't we need got... A Trent, I don't need a Trent Beretta promo here. I'll put it that way. Next, we got a good promo segment, I thought. Uh, Tony Schiavone sat yes, down yes. with Sting, Darby, Ricky Starks, and Big Bill to set up their tag title match for next week. No physicality by anybody is agreed to, and this is key for later. So Ricky says, it's about time we got to talk face-to-face. You've had a great journey. You know where that journey started? Three years ago at Revolution, and they showed highlights of that uh, warehouse match that they had. And uh, Sting reminded him, well, who pinned you in that match? And, of course, it was him. And Darby says, you know what? This is all a load of shit. And he said, you're just treating this like a stepping stone. You don't respect anyone. And then he screams at Ricky, look at me while I'm talking to you. Which is funny because Ricky was staring right at him while he said it. <laughs> I was like, what is he so upset about? And Ricky says, at Revolu- or next week, two things are going to happen. I will retain the AW tag titles. And secondly, I'm going to get my win back on you. You're not going to make it to your retirement. And I will never respect you, Darby. And then Bill says, you two continue to run your mouth. All you've done is talk about going in as the tag champs without talking to us, and you're overlooking us. You two represent everyone here, and we're going to take out our frustrations on both of you. But that was great. Yes. Uh, Yeah. So Sting says, you were the first one to get in the ring with me. You had balls to get in my face and talk smack, but you got to earn my respect. And you, big man. I faced many big men. The only difference is they were killers, and I'm not sure about you. The camera focused on Bill, and Bill gave him this look like, you wait, motherfucker. And Darby says, I want Bill to be a killer. Please, bring that. Oh, yeah. Darby says, I respect you, Ricky. Every time you point the finger at someone else, there's only one person to blame. And then Ricky threw water in his face, and Darby gets up, and he's about to hit him. And Ricky's like, come on, hit me, hit me, hit me. And uh, and Stink says, uh, I've always hated talk. We will hit you in Phoenix. He will hit you in Phoenix, and I will too. And that was that. I thought this was this was great. And they finally yeah. made use of the no physicality thing, you know, because, I mean, the only reason you do that is to tease the heel, trying to get the guy to hit him. And I'm and, happy with Shivani and at Ross. Yes, yes. Final, yeah. Shivani is overworked. Um, a bit, not yeah. a bit. Uh, no, I, 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 would, I would agree. I he was he had a bad night on Saturday. Oh, did he, he was. Uh, they were doing the uh, Mariah May and Tony. Uh, no, Mariah May and Larry, Larry Frost, Lady Frost match, yes. and he kept calling her Lady Storm, like, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, and then there was there's a couple. Oh, one point they mention 
that it was Lady Frost's Collision debut. Or no, sorry, they mentioned it was her third ever match on Collision. While there's a graphic on the screen that says making her Collision debut. Yeah, because she was on Dynamite a couple times. Already. No, she was on Collision a couple times. The graphic oh, was okay. wrong in that case, okay. yeah. But Shivani's going on and on about... But the thing is, he's making so many mistakes, you assume he's wrong on that too. Even they've, though turned that was him into, little... they've turned him into AEW Michael Cole, where it's just like, we're, we need yeah. a broadcast, so we're going to plug him in somewhere. Oh, someone tweeted me the rankings. Look at that. I know you already read them, but... Um, wow. Well, now you have a copy for yourself. John Silver and Alex Reynolds are the number two tag team in the world. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> so, pardon my French. Friend wow. of the show. I've had I've had uh, John Silver uh, on uh, in the clinch. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to that match next week. I, I think I Singh and Darby got to win, right? Um, unless the Bucks end up turning it into a three way. That could be, uh, yeah, and they got the power, or or they end up because because remember, uh, well, okay, do, do we want to jump to the Renee segment? I mean, we could. I mean, uh, yeah, and then I can just when we get to it, I'll just say, uh, okay, you know, we talked about it earlier because um, just let's just go over here. it now. Go ahead. Yeah, remarkable Renee Paquette was with Darby, and uh, she asked him about his admiration for the Bucks. <laughs> and the Bucks show up, and uh, we love you. You change the world. This is what we do. You're a young, hot star, just like us. But I'm perturbed about one thing. Why are you letting a 65-year-old leech take money out of your pocket? It'll be great once he's gone. I got a great idea for a gimmick for you. We're going to form a hot new trio. And Nick says, why have you been ducking us and ghosting our techs? And uh, they said, the only thing on my mind are the AW Tag Team Championship. Matt says, we're going to have to get your attention in a different way. And then, that, uh, okay, that feels foreboding to me okay, about this so, match. So you think he, they're going to insert themselves into the match? No, they can always cancel the match on them, oh. or they, or or they could say, uh, you know, yeah, uh, they could. Oh, they better not. They, do they that. could make it buck. They could make it bucks versus Bill, and or they could like just throw out the results of the match or whatever. But there's something that they're going to do here to screw with that match, and I don't know if it's. Bill and Ricky end up losing the titles or not, but uh, I've God, I love them as a team. I wouldn't take the titles off of them. I really yeah. do. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. But think it's the, just you've you've tied yourself into the Sting unbeaten thing. Yeah, problem, I know right? that's the problem. Yeah. yeah, but Sting and Darby should win the titles in Greensboro, and they should not go in as champions. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, that is such oh. a bad call to have them win it in Phoenix. That's the thing. What if? What if the Bucks? Uh, screwed with their travel itinerary, and uh, and then oh, they didn't show up, and then so they insert themselves into the match, and then Sting or, and Darby show up at the last minute and like you know interfere in the match, but like it's the Bucks screwed with their itinerary, like they didn't you know they didn't maybe, buy them the, the tickets maybe or something but, like but, that. but 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 it feels like uh, but then you're false advertising a match, and you don't want to do that. No, you don't want to do that. But I here, yeah. how about this? We're executive vice presidents. We can sign ourselves for a match anytime. We signed this match for right after you guys beat Bill and Starks. Ring the oh. bell. Ding, ding. New tag team champs, the Young Bucks. That would get heat. That takes away his uh, unbeaten streak. And then you still have the title match in Greensboro. Yeah. Yeah, you could do that. I could see that. All right. Uh, Chris Jericho's entrance and uh, fans sing along with him. Everyone seems to love him again. Although I thought I heard some booze at the end of it, but it's hard to tell. Um, but uh, they had this match, and uh, stop me if you heard this before. Kyle Fletcher took 90% of the match, looked like a killer. <laughs> Jericho 
Jericho uh, wasn't his best night. Um, he uh, looked slow and our friend, old. our friend Greg had a very cognizant uh, crowbar. Uh, yeah, crowbar had a had a uh, had a uh, observation about this. He said either he was not loopy by I think there was a spine buster. There's there a spot like I pointed out where he not got not loopy. I'll look for. Or it he has not. a cruise flu, so to speak. Uh, oh, like hungover. Well, you, he you hit get, a ro- you get okay. sick on the cruise too. So, so there was know. one point where Jericho missed a Judas effect. Fletcher hit a rolling roundhouse, and that's where when he hit that rolling roundhouse, he kind of clipped him in the side of the head, and that's where he where he looked oozy. A uh, bigger picture on this match. Yeah, uh, this match was ill placed, and it went way too long. Yeah, and and the other thing is. Um, because Kyle Fletcher is the ROH TV champion, um, the fact that this wasn't a title match gave away the result. I had also forgotten that Jericho was facing Keshta next week. Well, until, that was the whole until, reason until, they had this match. Well, yes, but they didn't explain that until no. like halfway through the match. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and yeah, Callus was out there. and I had uh, forgotten all about the Keshta match next week. And it's like, boy, we could have had a promo or something beforehand. To talk about that, but uh, no, we just went into the match because I'm supposed to remember everything about everything if I watch and all here, these Here's shows. another one what you could have done. You could have done like half of this match, um, you know, like where the Fletch, the part where Fletcher's looking great and he's hitting all this stuff and Jericho's just fighting him off and kicking out and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden Fletcher just says, ah, screw this. Hobbs jumps in and yes! just beat the shit out of yes, Jericho. Yes, this should have been a DQ. This should and, have been a DQ. And Kester been... runs in and it's three yes. on one. Yes. Yeah. And then and then that sets up next week's match. And they leave him there or whatever. Yeah. Yes. The, leave no, him for that, dead. This was exactly what it yeah. should have been. You're, no, you're exactly right. This is what it would have been in any other era of television. We're yeah. setting up for the Takeshita versus Jericho rematch, match, one and one. We have Hobbs and friggin' callus out there, and they're not doing anything other than the little piddly. Hobbs stuff. did at one point. Jericho went for his uh 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 lion salt and Hobbs punched him off the ropes when he's about to jump. That was good. No, that was very good, but yeah. the win and the win and loss thing does not matter here. No, because because nobody cares about the winner or loser of this match because the big match is next week. So set this up and just get just get the Callus family DQ. That's all you had to do here. That's all you had to do. I got to look up Jericho now on cage match. Who was the last uh, DQ for a match, by the way, in AEW? I don't know, but there's been like three of them. Uh, Jericho also two and zero. Oh. He's not in the rankings. Don't know why. Um, yes, I know what they think, Jason. I, I get that, but they're wrong on this. DQ, DQs aren't a satisfying ending. Oh, yeah. You're right. But because we have, and because Raw does it all the time, because it's, there's three hours of television. Actually, or, they don't. Or they used to. <laughs> That's a well, fallacy. Yeah, they used to. There were five hours of television. They do a lot of yeah. distraction finishes yeah. and crap like yeah. that, which is what this was setting up to be. Yeah, and, and I don't necessarily like, want that. Um, although, you know, so it ended up. Uh, the uh you don't have to do a dq every week but do one like once every three months it'll be fine fletcher's hitting everything under the sun jericho keeps kicking out finally fletcher goes for just a standard you know the jay lethal dive to the outside and jericho's standing out there he's all woozy and out of nowhere and he almost missed it he hit a judas effect in midair kyle took it like a champ then he rolls fletcher back in the ring him on that to be honest with you probably sure jump he goes 
rolls him back in the ring, gets on the top rope, and Fletcher is getting his way to his feet, and Jericho hits him with another Judas effect off the top rope, and he uh, and he pinned him. And that was that. And uh, you'll never guess what rating I gave this match. Three and a half stars. Exactly. <laughs> Three and a half star special, baby. That's all these it, matches are. Yeah. Although it's it, it's interesting we now have to go to the super Judas effect. Yes. Yeah, be, because... So do we need like four of them to be Takesha? Is he going to hit four Judas effects from like all sorts of crazy angles and stuff to try and get Takeshita down and then Takeshita ah, roars up and strong style into the last Judas effect hits him, although I still think Takeshita should win this match. You know, the idea here, I believe, is that John Moxley and uh, Jeff Hardy, you know, Jeff Hardy's getting over even though he's losing. Toa, Toa Leona is getting over even though he's losing. Commander is getting over even though he's losing. The TNA thing. Kyle Fletcher is getting over even though he's losing. You know what? You do this once on a show, it might work. You do it in every single match. Yeah. It's not going to work. We don't want to make anybody look bad. No, no. Can't do that. Even though they kind of do. But none of these guys are going to ever contend for titles anytime no. soon. I, I mean, hmm, Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Kyle oh, Fletcher, yeah, Jeff, Jeff Hardy may have a trios title match with Briscoe. Kyle Fletcher, so can... Kyle Fletcher is probably, you yes. know, like if you Kyle had just Fletcher's done a guy this, you can protect. That's the one you guy know you what? can protect, but then you do the DQ to protect him. If they had just done this in this match only, everyone would be talking about Kyle Fletcher. Like yes. how awesome he was. Yes. But 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 now, you know, they're, if anyone's going to talk about anyone in this show, it's going to be Toa Leona. And yeah. they're not going to do a damn thing with him. No, I, I guarantee you that he's he's Gates of Agony. He's going to be yeah. ROH upper card, AEW lower card. He's going to be a goon for Swerve, and yeah. he'll go to Japan and it'll look good. Yeah, well, and and even there, they only won. I think they got four points in the tag no, league. No, 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 you're right. Um, but I mean, they look good. Uh, yeah. In fact, uh, Okada and Tanahashi requested a match with them after the at the end of the tour. Believe it or not. Huh. Um, yeah, because they can beat them. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we got to recap. Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> back, back in the day, you know, you, you used to have to call a promoter. Or a promoter would say, don't beat my guys when they come guest in your territory or whatnot. Yeah, Not Tony. Not no, Tony. No. Oh, they can get in there with Tanahashi and Okada? Oh, yay. Can you send me a tape? Um, all right. I'll recap of the compilation. Yeah. Yeah. Recap of Deanna and Tony's history, and it was kind of cool. They showed a bunch of old pictures, and Deanna was talking about her tattoos. And uh, she mentioned that they got them in the UK, and it symbolized two girls on their journey around the globe. And uh, But she said, I want to know what that tattoo means to Tony. And uh, that would play into duck. later on. It means yeah. I got a duck on my ankle. Little baby duck. It yeah. It's just, it doesn't, the duck itself doesn't mean anything. I want to just... know what that tattoo means to Tony. Yeah, that's that's what she said. No, I know that, but it was such a oh. lame one. Oh, this yeah. Is, this is the third week of this crap where she's trying to talk her friend back in there, and her friend's gone bye-bye in her head. Her, so friend is, do this. her friend is getting more and more out there. You I, know what I didn't even realize? Like, she's making a bunch of, like, sexual innuendo jokes. Oh, it's nothing but sexual innuendo. And I don't even get all, half of them. Like, Because that's so, all 50s jokes. I mean, 50s yeah. movies are trying to get around the code. Like, if you watch uh, Harvey... The, the movie with uh, Jimmy Stewart and the Invisible Rabbit? Yeah. Like, the first five minutes is that it's nothing but sex jokes. Mm. See, I, and I'm missing them because I don't get the references. So, yeah. I don't, she mentioned something about being knuckle deep at one point, and I'm like, I didn't realize it. So, uh, Anyways, um, we'll get to her I, oh, later. Okay, but. but this match in total, 
who are we trying to get over here? Which uh, are you talking about uh, the this feud, Dion and Tony? Yes, uh, I think we're trying to get over Tony. She's there. We don't. We, now we need. Why does Tony have to be out for every Diana Perazzo thing? Because she just ends up swallowing up Diana whole. Yes. It's, well, it's, we'll, it's we'll talk about worst. that. We we got another segment before we get to that match. Okay, but, sorry. Uh, no, no, that's okay. But but I will say I totally agree with you. And and they, they jumped the shark here. Damn I it! I I, ju- I jumped in there to get my rant going. No, that's okay early. because I will tell you, the next segment was a complete utter waste of time. Which Useless. Was? The Bang Bang Scissor Gang. Oh, God. So they come out. They do a full entrance. Uh, Caster doesn't do a rap. Uh, it's mostly the the uh, the Bullet Club Gold entrance, but uh, the, the Acclaimed and Billy Gunn came in later. Jay White's got a mic. He says he loves – we love you guys' thing, but we got our own thing, and you do the guns up. And I should point out they did the Scissor Me Daddy Ass thing. Guns up for my New Orleans Gold members. Then we get Caster grabs a mic and he says, we've dominated trios wrestling for years, but someone's missing. Bowens, get the card blade. And I'm like, what? I thought they got rid of card blade. So he goes under the ring. He brings out card blade and they point out we haven't seen him in weeks. And then Colton Gunn says, no, we fired him. Austin, get the juice board. Fans are chanting juice board. And then they said, if you're not down with the bang, bang, scissor gang that we got. And then Billy grabs a mic and he says, I'm right here. And Austin says, Dad, this is kind of my thing. And Billy says, well, it was my thing when you were still a, well, let's not go there. I'll show you how to do it. If you're not down with the bang, bang, scissor gang, then we got two words for you. And the crowd goes, suck it. And then Billy's like, no, 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 we got a new thing. And he says, guns up. And the fans are like, yeah, we want to do suck it. (laughs) And that's it. That's it. Like this is a nope. one year this is a one year story that they're gonna rush in like three weeks because what's gonna happen? Like <laughs> they're gonna come and do the same thing next week or in two weeks. And the bullet club goal when they come together for the scissoring is probably gonna like super kick them all. I hope so. But um, but what they should do is is just not even tease a turn ever and have them be a group for a year. Have them win matches together in various incarnations and, you know, switching titles around. And, okay, this week I'll be on this thing with you for the ROH trios and you can come. Mm. Oh, and the all the guns can fight with, with for the uh, for the AEW we trios. We call it the, the Bang Bang Scissor Gang rules. Yes. Yeah. It'll be the Freebird rules, but double is cool. You know, whatever you want to do with it. And you can have fun with it. And instead, what they're just going to do is rush to get to this match, I think. Because I, I assume the the end game here is eliminating one of these trios titles, which I'm all for. <laughs> yeah, uh, they got too many titles as it is. Um, but uh, yeah, I, so I'm assuming the match at Revolution is going to be these two teams against each other. I would assume um, that as well. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so we got uh, yeah, so it's all just I, I don't know, six minutes of nothing. Um, Tony Storm does her entrance and she's going to do commentary for the next match. Of course, they're in black and white. The announcers asked her about the tattoo. And uh, she doesn't even remember it, she says. And uh, cause, and then she starts talking about Hollywood key parties. Um, so the match is uh, Deanna Prasso and Ty Valkyrie, but that doesn't matter because it's just all about Tony. Um, the announcers kept going back. I thought Ty was okay in this match too. I usually I, don't like Ty Valkyrie. I'll take your match. word for it. I don't remember. Like, I didn't write down much about the match because, you know, I wrote down that her and Johnny sucked face at ringside. Uh, Deanna was in control. The crowd was dead. Tony, it was says, it was nothing but Tony stealing focus, though. That's all this thing was because yeah. nobody could concentrate on the no, match. No, exactly. Tony was, 
Oh, and that played nice. right into the finish. Um, so Tony was said she was given a lovely pair of beads, and they weren't from my neck. So I assume that's another sexual innuendo thing. Uh, yes. Yeah. Anal beads. Uh, so they rent. Oh God. Um, sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, they announced some matches for Rampage during here. Private Party and Top Flight again. Uh, Ricky Starks and Big Bill against the Dark Order in an Eliminator match. If they're the number two contenders, why do they need an Eliminator match? Uh, Willow, Nightingale, and Queen Aminata. So Queen Aminata. Okay, the- this drove me nuts. Okay, this this is why I brought this up earlier. Queen Aminata returns to yep. face Willow Nightingale. Yes. Judging by how they phrased that. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think should win, and who do you think will win? Uh, Queen Aminata should win, and Willow Nightingale and will. And Willow Nightingale's going to win because of this dumb yeah. Stokely Chris thing that they're doing. Yep. But no, they plugged it as Queen Aminata's back. And or, or, you know Willow what? Nightingale. It might happen is Stokely might screw Willow. I'm and fine with Queen that Aminato too. Queen Aminata gets am, a roll-up win. I'm perfectly fine with that too, but if you're going to do that, then you plug Willow is going to face Queen yes. Aminata. But if that happens, uh, they're not going to do anything with Queen Aminata. No, of I, they course did not. This, they did this once before with somebody. I can't remember who, but it was like a jobber got a win um, in one yes. of these matches. I, I don't remember when, but they did nothing with the with the jobber after that. Action Andretti. No, 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 not that one. <laughs> I mean, that would no, that was a big time. No, it was with women. It was two women, and it was the one. It was, I think it was Ruby Soho lost to somebody that. Oh, you you're were, right. You're right. Like Red Velvet or something. I think. I think it was Red Velvet. It was actually. someone on the. Uh, I thought it was someone a little lower than Red Velvet. I thought it was somebody who's not. Maybe. Oh, was it Layla Hirsch? Uh, Layla Gray, maybe. Maybe Layla Gray. Yeah. Oh, actually, it might have been Layla Gray. Yeah. But anyways, we got that match. We got the, the lovely four- Layla Gray. I miss her. Come bring her back. She was on ROH. Uh, She's been on ROH. I know that. No, no. I think she was on Rampage. Oh, was something. she? Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I'll look it up. Uh, no, you might be right. It might have been ROH. Uh, we got the four Mexicans against Daniels. Uh, I wrote down Andretti, but I guess it's Sadal. Mexicans. Is that their and name? 2.0. They didn't say their names. I don't think. <laughs> they said they were from CMLL. The CMLL Luchador. Team That's... CMLL, yes. Yeah. Because they're, yeah. they're going to be the new Forbidden Door, I They think. did mention... Um, they, so it's Volador. It's Mystico. It's Hesherico. And I don't know who the other one is. Zeppo. Um, who? Shut up. Fourth Max Marx brother. <laughs> I wish it was Zandokin. I love that dude. That dude's like six three. He's like looks like Alberto Del Rio, like with a mask. It's pretty awesome. Um, and we will hear from Orange Casting, the best friend. So back to the match. Uh, lots of close-ups on Tony. Uh, sliding drop kick by Deanna, and she gets in Tony's face, and then she starts mocking her by doing the you know like the thing that that Jack whatever his name is put him up, put him up, yeah. And uh, then, then she gets knocked over. Then she sits back down and she starts complaining that someone pissed in her chair. I, I had no idea what that was about. I guess she said someone talking. else pissed in my chair. <laughs> yes. Like, what is she talking about? And uh, then he, I think she said she pissed. In, I think it's she's basically implying I pissed in my chair, and then she's blaming blame on somebody else. else. Okay. Yes. Water sports uh, joke. Another so, sex joke for that. Yes, so then okay. Diana puts on her finisher. But the camera cut back to Tony again. Yes. And then the tap out happened while the camera was looking at Tony. And this whole thing was all about Tony. And it doesn't matter. Deanna won, but nobody cares because it's all about Tony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I don't know. And I mean, I assume the match that they're like really building is is Mariah. But 
It I is, mean, but they're, they're really. I mean, they're they're kind of. I mean, they should be building it. And I, I, was she on another show? I thought they booked. Mariah wrestled on uh, Collision. Yeah, that's and, right. And uh, Tony was not allowed in Bozier City because she had to put down a couple horses in that city, <laughs> and they won't allow her back. Um, so <laughs> I don't know what's. It's amazing. I remember this shit. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a mess. And and uh, and we talked off air. I think, or maybe it was on air. I can't remember. We talked about being gaslit. By oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, I'm told air, we can talk about it now. I'm told that they're doing great things with their women's division right now. So moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I did you hear Brian and Vinny's show from Sunday? Yes. Lisa Gifford um, was talking about the Bechdel test. Is that what you call it? Oh, where you have a scene with two women and it yeah. doesn't, and it, yes, yes. So I had an argument with her over DM because I don't think the Ruby, I think the Ruby and uh, Cool Hand Luke and, or Ange and Soraya thing, I think that does pass the Bechdel test because no, I think it, it does because okay, it's not two girls fighting over a dude. It's Soraya and Cool Hand fighting over Ruby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, basically, basically, though, it's it's uh, when now I, I get your point. If it were the original definition of the Bechdel test, you'd be correct. But but okay. now now it's come to mean you can't have a scene with two women without a guy involved. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so or at least even talking about a guy. Yes. Okay. Okay. And that's what they've kind of devolved it into now at this point because you got Harley Cameron. You know, like assaulting him. That's what sexually. they should call this team instead of the outcast. They call them the Bechdel test. Oh my god, that would be funny. I'm here for that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I guess Lisa was right then. Lisa, uh, you know, Harley Cameron stinks, but she's really good at being Harley Cameron. If that her, makes sense. Her and Mariah should be a team. This crazy thing works for her at yeah. times to me. Yeah, like it makes she me shows laugh. up with a knife and you're it's like, like why is like, she wearing like, a knife? Who it's cares? like when I watch yeah, it's like when I watch Thea Hale and JC Jane on NXT. It's like, look, this is dopey. But they're good at being dopey, kind of a thing. Chelsea Green's oh. the same way for me. So yeah. You know what the, the ultimate and stupid comedy was this week? It was the favorite thing I saw on TV this week, I think. Was that Chase U yes, uh, yes. memorial video? Oh my yes. God. Tell me a lie playing in the background. And they even left Bodie Hayder, Hayward in there. I was <laughs> I was in heaven watching this. And yeah, and then uh, JC Jane saves the university. It's right, stupid NXT, as hell. I mean, back to AW. Yeah, back to AW, I guess. Oh, damn it. Um, sorry, I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, we had the Re- Renee and Darby. If you and want, you can start a show on Fight Game Network reviewing NXT. Can I? I just have to Garrett about that. That'd be fun. Um, although you know what? Way. If I analyzed NXT as closely as I analyzed, you'd hate it. You'd hate. And it. my notes. Okay, this this was two thousand four hundred forty nine words. I guarantee you, I got five thousand words on NXT. Um, and yeah, you have a heat index it. this week because we didn't have a boom either. So, <laughs> oh, hey, we should do a heat index. No, we might have time at the no. end of the show. No, I didn't know because I haven't thought about it. I think there's okay, no I'll heat do, in this show I'll either. So let's go. Okay, fair enough. We're we're at the main event already, because oh, uh, we had the remarkable right. Renee and Darby. We talked about this already. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Renee, uh, Renee, 
RVD and Swerve Strickland. So the RVD was Hangman's choice. And but before the match starts, we get Hangman on the big screen and he says, You should have read the contract. And uh and he says, Good choice earlier with Toa, but you don't know how to read. Not only did we pick the opponent, but we get to pick the match. Not only is not this isn't a normal singles match, but it's a hardcore match. And right away, I thought back to that first match where they had uh, where they just announced randomly that, oh, it's relaxed rules because the fans have been clamoring. Yes, Jeff this is exactly why they did that. What do you mean? Like, that's exactly why they shouldn't have done that. Well, hold on, because none of this makes sense. Anyway, if, if, if what is the point of having a, a dealer's choice? Well, to to face the guy, it's it's you want a guy that's going to beat the other guy or at least hurt the other guy. And yeah. and, and maybe not. And I don't know what the ba- the baby face choice is a challenge. I don't know. But you decided to bring 55 year old Rob Van Dam in and and Swerve is acting all scared <laughs> because he's from ECW. And that was he's only been beat three other times on their television. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, and and Swerve is like a badass with a stable behind him, so as soon as it's announced as a hardcore match, he should be thrilled. Oh, now my buddies can interfere. Yeah, exactly. Where were they? <laughs> like, well, they Brian, Cage, show, Brian, Brian Cage, Brian Cage showed up at one point. Yes. I guess Toliona had a match uh, earlier, so um, you know maybe he was hurt, even though he beat the shit out of him. But yes, logic, logically, minutes. none of this made sense. No, no, and uh, and then of course the bell rings and and uh, RVD hit him with a Van Daminator. Shut and, up, Jeff! Uh, you analyze this too much. Well, that's my job here. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, yeah, so RVD just you know stop me if you heard this before. Beat the crap out of Swerve for most of the match. <laughs> um, the fans we chanted, want "We want tables." tables. Twenty yeah. seconds into the match, yeah, shut up. They, no, hold yeah. on. Let me let me go on my rant. They didn't here. get tables, by the way. I don't think. Well, no, yeah, they, they did. did. They did. They Swerve did, went yeah. through a table. Yeah, Swerve went through a table. Swerve didn't get put through a table. No, he did not Swerve get put through a table. Swerve jumped off the top. But, and but, did a but they did not say, table. put someone through a table. Clap, 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 clap. They said, yeah, we want right. tables. They okay. got a table. I stand corrected. You know what? They could have put a table out there and not broken it. And they it still would have sufficed for their wants. Yeah, but, but you I think asked they me to stop. You had a point you wanted to make. We, we still do this. And they were... And fans still do the what gimmick? Yeah. When is a wrestling company going to fucking sorry? When are they going to step up and train and condition these fans back and put them in their place? Because you have to do it. I mean, the, the, the WWE did it once. That was when the Undertaker said, "Say what if you sleep with your sister?" And it never <laughs> got done ever again. Because oh, everybody, yeah. because the family friendly company was so scared of the backlash that they were going to get from that. Well, and now and now they're doing yeah instead of what? But um, okay, yeah, it's at least modern. I'll take that. You, you've I guess. been you've been to some AEW shows before, right? No, really? Have you never been? Really? There? No, because because they're on Wednesdays, and every time they've been in LA, I've had a cystoscopy. But have you been to, to a, like a pay per view? No. Oh, or no, okay. have I? No, I haven't. Okay, well, I've been to a few, and uh, I I have fond memories of some of those earlier shows, um, where you know, like something awesome would happen, and you get that chant, AE Dub, AE Dub, AE Dub, AE Dub. I haven't heard that in a while. No, you know, you know what I heard in this match? EC Dub, ECW, ECW, ECW. Joe was 
um, putting over the fact that RVD is a credible world champion and he's going to destroy this pretender swerve. I will say this. Commentary was really good trying to make the hard sell that this was great. Yes. They were putting over RVD as a threat. Yes. Uh, even though I was watching the match. Um, <laughs> RVD was sucking wind three minutes in. Yes, he was. Um, but he was in control. Uh, so they go through a break. They come back from break. Swerve tossed RVD into a chair in the corner. They got some this is awesome chance. He went to toss RVD in the chair again, but he reversed and tossed Swerve in. Then RVD hits Rolling Thunder. We got some RVD chance. He hit a Van Daminator. Swerve powerbombed him onto a chair. This is where Brian Cage showed up. Hook immediately shows up afterwards with a chair, chasing him away. So now we're back to RVD and Swerve. He missed a Rolling Thunder, and Swerve hit his cutter for two. And then they're outside the ring, and RVD is he's out of it. Yes. And, uh, and Swerve hit him with a Swerve stomp. Looked like he nailed him right in the face. Uh, with the knee, and then he also hit the back of his uh, head on the ring steps, and uh, and then uh, Taz even pointed this out, or Joe actually pointed out, said we need medical attention. Maybe he didn't hit him, but it kind of looked, it just looked bad. So if it just looked bad and he didn't actually hit him, good on him. You know, that's good. Crowd was actually pretty quiet, though. Joe said at this point he wanted Rob to expose these frauds for who they are. Uh, they get back in the ring. RVD threw a chair at Swerve, and this is where he took a bump through a ringside table. So he's on the top rope, and RVD is like he's walking around like this. He's like, and he just kind of grabs a chair and he lightly tosses it towards Swerve. The chair kind of bounces off Swerve. Swerve does a pratfall bump into a table. Yes, this uh, is not your father's ECW where they were just no. throwing it at his head. Yeah, and, yeah, no, and and so Swerve goes through the table. Uh, and then I wrote down, he is almost dead. And then I corrected myself, RVD, I mean. And then uh, RVD put a chain uh, chair on Swerve and he hit him with uh, what I called a four-star frog splash. So it's a little bit up. It was a three and a half, uh, one of the last times I saw him. Uh, but he missed the frog splash and Swerve hit him with his own Van Daminator, but with a knee instead of the kick. Uh, RVD kicked out. Swerve goes to the top. RVD goes up with him and uh, then Swerve hits him with a face buster into the turnbuckle. And then RVD falls to the mat and he goes back to the top and he's going to go for the swerve stomp. And <laughs> I can't even describe this, but RVD is like half sitting and he looks like he's struggling to no, stay they, up. They've been doing this with this last swerve stomp the past yeah. couple of times. And it's driving me nuts because the guy swerve, puts up his fingers. Swerve yeah. is milking it. Yeah. And it's just like, just stomp on the guy. Instead, they have to have him get in that upright position where he's looking up groggy at Swerve as if to no, admit defeat here. And it's just, it's not yeah. working for me, man. I'm sorry. No, and, and RVD gives him the double fingers, which I don't even think he normally does, but he did it here. And then he gets nailed. Uh, and uh, we're looking this, for a moment now instead of yeah. really just booking the match. Because to me, the finish should have been, and it was perfect. Because remember, all those years in ECW, where Fonzie had the chair and would throw and 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 RVD would throw it to a, to, to him to hold to kick somebody in the face with the chair, whatever, to knock him out. When Swerve did the kick to the chair, yes, that was that should have been it. Way, that should have been yeah. the pin. Yeah, that should have been. And there's no reason it couldn't have been. They did a five minute overrun that they didn't need to do. No. Um, so yeah, so that was that. I didn't even give this one three and a half. I, I went three, three and, and a quarter. quarter. Yeah. So still uh, in the neighborhood, it doesn't matter. Hangman's music plays. He comes out. He's fine, even though he got his ass kicked earlier. Uh, he's got a mic. Swerve's got a mic too. And uh, Hangman says, "Congratulations, you evil bastard! 
Later tonight, the rankings come up, and despite my efforts tonight, we are both unbeaten. I assume we're going to be at the top of the list. He was right. He said, uh, you said you needed the world championship. Look in my eyes. I will never let that happen, Swerve. I'm the next world champion, not you. And Swerve laughed at him, and he says, you still just don't get it. You repeat yourself over and over again. I've beaten you twice. I got nothing to prove to you or to anyone else. You're upset with the simple fact that you can't beat me, and you never will. And Hangman says, you keep saying that, but you didn't beat me. It took all the mobile embassy, man-to-man when it counts. You can't lace my boots. And then Swerve says, you must be a masochist. I'll give you what you want one more time. The third time. After this, we're done. After I get past you, all I'm going for is the AW World Championships. Immediately, there's a graphic on the screen. Tony Khan's booked this match for next week. And it's a number one contenders match. Winner gets Joe at Revolution. I've been saying this all along that they were going to have a number one contenders match and it wasn't going to be a three-way at the pay-per-view. Now, I suppose there could still be a three-way. Um, we did this once before with MJF, I think, where he got involved yes. and they ended up making it a three-way. I could see that happening, but uh, yeah. Um, Tuan agrees with you, by the way. Swerve took too long to deliver the stomp. It annoyed him as well. Um, there was something off about this delivery. It just didn't feel believable to me. It by really did. Both of them? or Mostly by, mostly by Paige. But Swerve's just kind of like Swerve, Swerve needs to kind of take those. It, they were ru- what, what I think it was was they were rushing, ru- yeah. they were rushing the segment because Swerve needs to take that in and go. You must be a ma-, and think about it for a second. Go. You must be a masochist. But it was kind of like they're just firing the lines off at each other to get there on time. And I think that threw it off as they well. Could have but, shaved three minutes off this match and given them. But we need. Minutes. But we. But they never fit the story hole of why would Swerve give. Adam Page a third match. No, it's almost like 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 Hangman pointed out, and I've kind of forgot, you know, because all they've mentioned is sort of beat him twice, but really he had help both times. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, kind of. Uh, Brian Cage interfered, but then they did like five more minutes. He should have called him a one. coward for not being able to do it himself. And then, okay, yes. the pride comes in and then you do it. Yeah. You know, that kind of yeah. a thing. It was one of those things where you need to sit down and go, okay, what is the motivation here? Or, or Hangman okay. puts something up. You know, Hangman puts up his career or something, you know, like, yes, you know, I am that... fed up with you. I want this done once and for yeah. all. If I beat you, you're no. <laughs> yeah, you but then the problem the is, thing, okay, too. this is the thinking. If he puts up his career, everyone's going to know that Hangman's going to win. No, you can yeah. always you can always do the you can always do the Cody thing. Right. If I beat you, you can never get what you really want. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, so they're going to do the match, and uh, I mean, if they have a finish, I assume Hangman wins, but it's possible that they could just um, it could be a Joe a screw job, and Joe gets involved, and they make it a three way. But if it was me, I'd have Hangman win, and you do Hangman Joe. The match is Hangman Swerve down the road. Swerve beats Hangman for the title. I think it's dangerous though to have to have. I mean, there there is a bit. I mean, and this look in, in competent hands, I'd be more trusting. And this isn't that that Tony Khan's incompetent. It's it's just that, all right, you beat Swerve. How do you now justify Swerve coming back unless it's like, oh, it's two one or, or like, <laughs> no? But they said this is it. Yeah, they said this is it. So how do you get Swerve back in that picture then? Well, he earns a title shot down the road. That's why you got the rankings. But he just said this <laughs> is it. Oh well, yeah. Uh, or, or you know, or maybe Hangman loses the belt, and then Swerve takes it from whoever Hangman loses it to. I think you have Hangman lose again, then you do a character switch of some kind. But that's that could me. be. You could do that. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, so that was that. Oh, then they're uh, uh, so yeah, next week, and then next week, uh, Bill and Starks against Sting and Darby. We've got yep. the trios match, super CML, card, super CML card all against BCC. It is total super card. Swerve and Hangman, Jericho and Takeshita, and Tony has a huge announcement. Yeah, and that, that'll probably be the Boston show. I think you're right on that. And then after the show, everybody will go on AEW is back. Oh, yeah, and and you know what. I mean, if everything goes well, it'll probably week. be a very good show. I'm not. I'm uh, just saying. I'm just saying. I, I hate dealing with the fickle fans of of Chris. I'm watching who... too much AEW. I really do. That's a I possibility. You should stop watching Rampage because you don't need yeah. to, or just watch Dynamite like I do because I still enjoy yeah. watching just Dynamite. Yeah. As much as I love FTR, it's just you can't get me to go watch an Escape the Cage rules match. <laughs> and I think these like two hour and thirty minute, fifteen match ROH is like Chinese water torture. Um, I, I think I'm just make wrestling shows an hour again, please. Oh my God. Like, and, and then again, you know, with the, uh, with the gaslighting, I'm told, oh man, Tony Khan, ROH booker of the year. AW might not be great, but man, he's doing such great things. With Y'all ROH. are insane. <laughs> there is, okay. This two and a half hour show I watched last week, they could have, that was like three good 45 minute wrestling shows. But it was all together. It's too much. It is, but how do you even? How, do how you did even I watch it all? Ca- no, no, no. I'm thinking about this Tony Khan Booker of the Year thing. Oh yeah, yeah. How There's do you no not give it to year. the guy over in, in the other company for the most part? Because well, it'd be, well, it's a contrarian thing, and you also go with well, their worst was much worse than I AEW voted. I voted for much. Sean actually. So all right, I'll yeah. take that. I voted for Tony for promoter of the year because yes, yes, he's a promoter better than a booker. I, I'll give yeah. you that. Yeah. Um, actually, no. You know who I voted for was um, uh, uh, Maynard and um, Rossi. No, <laughs> Shelby. Shelby, the uh, UFC bookers. Is Shelby still a booker in UFC? Yeah, yeah. Him and McMaynard. So, I thought yeah. he. I thought he left. I thought he took his. No, no. It's um, no. The guy that left was Joe Silva. Oh, Joe Silva, thank you. Yeah, That's yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, heat index. Uh, Hangman, Swerve, uh, 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 Takeshita, um, the, uh, Daniel Garcia, and uh, uh, Tony Storm. I don't know. <laughs> Tony Storm. <laughs> yeah, she got heat. Uh, not, not good heat. Uh, she got go. heat with me. No, she doesn't. I don't no. care. Tony Khan in his announcement, he's going to be uh, top of the heat index next week a bit. No, you know what? Moxley should be on there. Moxley's been having some good matches. I will I will ponder this thing knowing that it's going to give me a lot of crap. Uh-oh. So if, so if we have a working deal with CMLL, <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a certain female talent there in CMLL who wants to start going full-time. Who has uh, burned a bridge with every single other wrestling promotion? Oh, in the States. oh yeah, Tully's kid. Yes. Uh, dare they do a match with with her at some point? But I don't know. Maybe Swerve can break into Hangman's house. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Actually, I want the opposite. I want Hangman to break into Swerve's house, and then and, and, and that's why it. Swerve now gives him the third match. There we what's go. He, that's that's what he should have done. What's he going to threaten? Is his uh. His He's producer? gonna break his recording equipment. Yeah, yeah. Good. Now you can't be a rapper. Oh, hey. Maybe he's gonna. No, I, I almost said something there that would have got me in so much trouble, and I'm glad I stopped myself. He kills Hit Row Records. I'll, t- I'll tell you off the air. Okay. Um, 
Oh, maybe uh, maybe he finds BFAB. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was uh, it was a show. No, it was you know what? I mean, they set up a really good show for next week. I will say that. And the matches were good for the most part but very much the same. They were fine, but it was just yeah. one of those things where I'm now a little disturbed yeah. by the numbers that they were getting. I mean, they, they, they mic'd the crowd pretty well. Although that crowd checked out for crowd was hot. I mean, no, no, the, they, hot. they checked out for that Jericho match for a while. Cause they, the wanted, Deanna, cause they wanted to, cause they wanted to scream at uh callus about his socks. Not and they, game. they lost interest in Wardlow and commander and the, yes. uh, and the uh, women's match. They were there to see stars. Yeah. Yeah, and and R- they loved RVD. Holy crap, yes. they loved RVD. Yeah, um, yeah, and and you know what, RVD looked good. I mean, physically, how did uh, they he's not great give shape. them a Starks match in in friggin' New Orleans? But okay, because that was the that was the place he was the most over, other than Austin. I think he's point. wrestled once this year, Ricky. Like, I don't get it. I yeah. you know, and and I'm seeing like Queen Aminata and. Uh, Oh, bunch of commander every single damn show. oh my god don't get commander uh we haven't seen black commander in a while but, M- mookie uh, almost mookie almost blocked me because i said i hope commander goes to commander's palace while he's in new orleans <laughs> all right let's get our plugs in i'm at uh, crap game 13 on twitter uh usually snarking about wrestling or 90s action movies as i did this week or something like that um, yes, it did. Also, Jason booed me on that joke as well on Twitter. Uh, I do a show called Shake Them Ropes on the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. This week, myself and Chris Novembrino doing all the fallout of both the Vince case. He is now he officially quit during SmackDown, which was after we taped. So we'll be talking about that. Also, uh, any ice cold takes we have about the Royal Rumble and Pam forever rock and uh, any other news that may break within the next week. Uh, and me, I uh, I have the In the Clinch MMA podcast on this very uh, free feed on the Fight Game Media Network. I also did a show, sat in for David Lovell on his Facebook land show, so you can find oh, that nice. on my Facebook. Yeah, uh, me and Sebastian played some uh, classic, mostly Canadian music from the uh, 90s and 2000, or first decade in the 2000s uh, from Big Shiny Tunes, which is like our version of the Now CD. So it was, it was a lot of fun, and we of- talked about Canadian music. Colin James, I think his name is. No, 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 no. <laughs> like uh, Age of Electric oh. and uh, uh, Finger Eleven, and uh, you know that that sort of stuff. Sass like, Jordan. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're talking to Bush. Okay. You know, like yeah, yeah. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, yeah. So they're not chemical. Canadian. No, no, no. But they're on these Canadian compilations. Oh, okay. CDs. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, it's stuff that was popular on Much Music, basically. Got it. it got it, got yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Big shiny tunes. It was a very popular uh, anthology kind of CDs. Anyways, so we did that, and uh, you can find that. It's free on uh, on uh, my Facebook. And uh, yeah, and, and uh, I guess uh, there'll be some sort of NXT review show coming up. Uh, <laughs> Jason's played video games with Finger Eleven. Hey, Jason. You know what they used to be called before they were Finger Eleven? We pointed this out. On this uh, Canadian uh, music show, they used to be called the Rainbow Butt Monkeys, <laughs> believe it or not. So I'll leave you with that. And uh, stay tuned for the NXT review show with uh, me and uh, nobody else. So for Jeff Hopkins solo, I've been Paul Fontaine, and this has been The Dynamite Show. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, 
we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.